Hey folks, this is Al Martin. We went a little bit long last week, so this is part two of my discussion with Tarush Agarwal. He is the CEO of 5X. We talked about a number of things, including the modern stack, why 5X. We talked about target customer profiles, and I gave him the friend test. Now we dive into the consulting business, flexible pricing, and really finish it off. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. See you. Let's go. You're listening to Making Data Simple, where we make the world of data effortless, relevant, and yes, even fun. Do, does 5X, do you guys do the consulting work as well, or is that part of the transition to use your platform? So, you know, the on-demand model is not just when you're sort of, when you're not just transiting to use our platform. You can use the on-demand model at any point. Right, so at any point you can add a pod, you can add them for a week or a month or however long you want. And these pods have, you know, a, a sort of bunch of engineers who are highly trained, and they also have this person who's a technical project manager. And think of those people as, you know, early employees of data teams of like WeWork and and sort of Twitter and sort of Salesforce and Alibaba and uh, Uber. You know, early employees of these companies. They are sort of, you know, what we call technical pro- sort of project managers, where they have you know, a few different pods they manage. And these are great people uh, sort of you get access to who you can ask these questions about, hey, can we do a POC? Can we do a migration? I have these 50 sort of different data sources. I think picking five randomly is an okay way to start. I think, you know, what I would really want to do is in the 50, understand which are the ones which don't have an actual uh, out-of-the-box data connector and pick one of the ones which don't have it and figure out how are you going to work with a sort of custom integration. Um, so, you know, you, you can use these technical project managers to, you know, help you figure out which ones are going to be tricky, which ones connect out of the box, and really what is that, you know, end-to-end solution. Uh, and then you could use 5X to just spin up that stack and sort of get started. Well, let, me, uh, let me drill down on that, if I could, real quick. So the, sure. both on the on-demand model and your pricing model, my my friend's scenario is, you know, look, there's going to be some upfront or per, there's going to be perceived upfront cost to, to get it in a state by which I can access this. Uh, yep. That's probably the bigger worry. I mean, getting the reports run on the data after it's already in state, well, that's probably fine. We can get that done. And then we got to grow and scale from there. Now, I yep. did go out on your website and I was looking at pricing and offerings and you have like three areas that I could see here, but I'll let you expand on it. One is map your stack, which I guess it says free here. Now, I'd want to understand that because that'd be kind of yeah. what I'm talking about here in terms of make, getting everything set up, getting that data warehouse set up. And then you got a starter edition. Then you got a pro edition. Um, look, there's a lot of different bullets underneath here. I'll, I'll turn it over to you, but... What, yeah. How does this work with the scenario I just described? I think it's a perfect sure. analogy. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the Mapia stack is for, is for companies which kind of already have, you know, their own sort of stack built. And, you know, we, you know, we can go in there, map their stack. They then have access to the on-demand sort of talent if they need, but they basically don't need anything on the platform for us, right? So that's, the, that, that's what the Mapia stack offering in this case, you know, your friend, so I'm not quite sure if, you know, he's looking for a, 
uh, sort of more of an enterprise setup or he's looking for, you know, a sort of basic setup, whichever one it is, you know, he would either pick the sort of, he would pick the startup plan or the professional plan that would My guess us- is he'd want to start, look, his simple objective is to clean up his data and get out of spreadsheets and do the, because yeah. the spreadsheets also represents a bunch of manual effort, right? You're putting everything together. Yep. You're, he's like, why can't I automate this? I mean, exactly. <laughs> there's technology out there to do it. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, so I think, you know, he would sort of, he would get started with, you know, a sort of fairly sort of simple sort of BI stack. You know, I think something like he could do that on our, on our startup plan, which costs a few hundred bucks a month, you know, based on having 30, 40, 50 data sets, you know, initially, you know, connecting a few and then, you know, over a period of a few months, eventually getting this to 50, you know, I think his monthly infrastructure bill of all of the different vendors, which we sort of, which we spin together and charge for them, you know, I think we'll probably start with, you know, a thousand bucks a month and, you know, eventually go up to a few thousand dollars a month as your friend, you know, adds all of, all of his different sort of data sources, right? So, you know, I think the infrastructure piece, you know, having this end-to-end stack would just be a lot more efficient and uh, then, potentially going to one sort of enterprise BI vendor and, and sort of getting started. And I think the other piece is, you know, we have this concept of on-demand talent, right? And and I, I know you're on our, our pricing page. You can see that we charge for it on a weekly basis, right? And it's flexible. It's increments of like, of like, of like 20 hours. So, you know, you will get access to a pod um, and you will have the pods initially go, you know, take a few different data sources. I would recommend take a few, uh, which sort of connect with these ingestion providers, take one custom one, you know, go ingest that data into your warehouse, model it, build out your dashboards. Um, and then just over a period of time, you can, you know, have these pods do more and more of these different data sources. If you're in a big hurry and you want all of your different data sources, go get five pods and you can have 50 data sources done within a month. So, you know, it's fully flexible, it's on demand. You can scale this up, scale this down. Um, and it gives you, you know, access to, you know, highly sort of highly qualified talent on top of an end-to-end platform. So that's really how it works. And you know, at some point when your friend hires their own team or they don't want to use our pods, they don't have to use the pods at all. Uh, they can have their own team, they can use an external consultant, but 5X gives them the end-to-end platform. They're paying a few hundred bucks a month for it. And then um, whatever they're using on the platform. So here's what I hear you say. You say, look, uh, you've kind of got a version of a consulting arm. You call it on demand. It's an engineering pods. So in other words, and again, don't let me say anything that's untrue here. But in my my buddy's case, it would be a, a situation where he outlines what you guys are up against. You could map that up. And say, look, here's 50 sources. It will take five dedicated pod, pods for X number of weeks. Um, like right now, I think your pod is what, 20 engineer hours per week, by example. So you can, anyway, you can draw up a project plan and say, look, if you want to get all those 50 migrated and moved, uh, it'll take, let's say, five, six, six, six pods. And we can do it over this period. That gets set up. Once that's set up, then you're onto the stack. And once you're onto the stack, then it's a matter of you whether you want to go with the starter edition or the pro edition. Is that true? Um, yeah, I think um, this, 
I think both the Sar and the Pro will allow you to set up the, you know, the core stack. The Pro edition is about things like SSO and sort of role-based access control, which I think are, you know, overkills for your friend. So I think just sort of getting started on the starter makes a lot of sense. Uh, and yes, they could, com- he could uh, completely, you know, use uh, the, the board to sort of come up with a plan and, you know, provide a sort of statement of work, which is like the consultant model, or he could just say, Hey, I'm just getting a board for a week and I'm just getting a board for two weeks and in two weeks. Can we, you know, map out our first few different data sources and sort of build out a sort of POC. And uh, so, you know, go, you know, in some ways it's like, imagine if you had a sort of group of engineers and you're asking them to sort of go build something in a few weeks and, and sort of to sort of come back to you and show you what they've done. I presume your solution is only available on public cloud? Public uh, yes. cloud. I mean, in other words, if he wanted to leave some some data sources on-prem, that's not an option in this case. Um, if he wanted to leave some, yeah, I mean, we can connect to on-prem um, through some of the ingestion providers and we would move it over to the public cloud. So the real big difference between Starter and Pro, though, is you're, as you say, you're adding SSO login, role-based access control. You go from 25 users to 200 users. And obviously, you will still have the additional platform usage charges, whatever cloud you're using, correct? Correct, yes. Any other hidden charges? Nope. Sorry. It's... It's, you know, very, very transparent. Uh, you know, I think on the pro plan, you also start getting discounts from vendors. Um, so um, I think, you know, as your sort of volume sort of scales up, you know, moving over to pro makes sense. Um, in general, the way we look at it is that you can always sort of upgrade, right? So initially, you know, why why go, you know, sign all these enterprise contracts up front, you know, a much sort of smarter approach, um, which is, which is sort of something we can unlock is, you know, go get started, you know, have your sort of core stack add different vendors over time. And then when you're actually getting value from this, you know, you can enable things like role-based access control, you know, things like a a sort of security suite uh, and then move up as and when it makes sense. Let me ask this question though. Are you, in his scenario, which I think is a perfect litmus test, he would make the move. All right, he would go to the data warehouse. It's really reasonable. I mean, it's, I mean, if I could say so, it's well inexpensive. Uh, yep. Once you make that, particularly for a company like his. However, I would imagine you're always going to have to have engineering pods or dedicated engineers, because you're going to have ETL or something via the source and the ingestion of the data that's coming in on a regular basis. Yes. Sure. But you know, I, uh, I think at one point you asked me, what are the two different types of companies using you? Right. And you know, they're early stage companies which don't have resources, which, which sort of use us for the platform as well as for the uh, sort of on-demand talent and for them, you know, this truly becomes data as a service because they have the platform and they have a team. And, you know, as this company grows or, you know, or your typical Series A company, they already have a few engineers. They already have a data team. They like the fact that, you know, they have a single place for the platform. They don't have to go sign these enterprise contracts. They can add vendors as as and when they want. And 
they can use their own teams to operate the stack because you know it's an end-to-end platform. And if they ever need, you know, if they want to supplement their in-house teams with on-demand talent, they can go do that. So it sort of varies. I think you can use it in like any way which makes sense to you. All right, that sounds very good. I like it. Five uh, X, I got it. Um, infrastructure, data collection, self-service reporting. You have everything built in. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you would like to make mention of? I mean, we went straight in and we went through a scenario, which I think is pretty good to yeah, give no. an indication of, of where the, the product is and how it can help. You know, I like that a lot. And, you know, ultimately, the, the sort of difference in all the other vendors uh, and, you know, what we're trying to do is we're, we want to be business focused, right? Like no one should be doing data for the sake of building a data team. It should always be a means to add value to the business. And, you know, we believe that, you know, having a, a sort of platform like 5X means that, you know, you're like 10 times faster to actually get to analytics and it's a sort of fraction of the price as, you know, hiring your own team, spinning this up yourself, sort of stitching this together and signing these enterprise contracts. Um, so, you know, if you're interested, you know, in like getting business ROI, I think that, I think that's really where we shine. How many customers do you have today? If I, if I could ask any references. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. We have a bunch of case studies on our website, you know, our smallest customers are pre-product our sort of largest customers are banks and, and sort of public companies today. Um, so, you know, this sort of self-service platform uh, will be sort of launching in the next two months. So until now, um, you know, we're, we're sort of 11 months old. We probably have about 20 customers using us, but until now it's been a little bit more services based because, 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 because the platform wasn't fully automated. Whereas all of this changes in the next two months where anyone can go to 5X, enter their credit card, they'll have the platform out of the box and they can add on demand that sort of on demand talent all from the, all from the platform itself. What competitors, who's your largest competitor? I think there's another another category in the space called the managed data stack. Um, and over there you have Morza data or, or sort of Y42. They're a little bit different from us. You know, what they do is they give you, you know, an end-to-end platform, but just with ingestion, storage, modeling, reporting. So, you know, a few use cases. And in some way, in, they sort of OEM this, right? So it's a single platform you aren't sure which ingestion layer you're using. You aren't sure which warehouse you're using, which which sort of which sort of modeling tool you're using. So it's very simple for someone who's got no context, and it's one single platform. Um, but the sort of difference in in what Five X is and and what you know something like Marza Data is is in us. We're not OEMing anything, right? You can pick and choose which vendors you want. You have more capabilities than just you know ingestion, storage, modeling, reporting. You have metadata and reverse CTL and augmented analytics and anything else you want. So quite different. We believe that the sort of managed data stack, which is what they're doing, um, is great for companies getting started, but it doesn't, um, you know, it's got a sort of, it's got a sort of cutoff. It doesn't scale as you grow and you have less flexibility. The slide deck that you shared with me, are you going to be posting that on your website? Yeah, so uh, a lot of because it's pretty good. I mean, it, t- it even talks about five X versus starting from scratch. Our yep. exactly our exact scenario, and you you talked to it being twelve times faster to 
analytics and six times cheaper than starting from scratch. Yep. So uh, I think this is good. This will be on your website, you say? Yes. Terrific. By the time you Terrific. listen to it, it'll be on our website. All right. Hey, two more quick questions before I let you go. So your CEO, how's that job going? You you were not long ago, what, 11 years, 10 years, whatever, sitting in Salesforce thinking, I wonder what the CEO's doing. So what's yeah. the CEO doing now? People are uh, wondering about you now. <laughs> uh, I think it is the most familiar, unfamiliar role I've ever been in, where a, a lot of it you know, seems familiar, but in the most unfamiliar way. Um, and it's, you know, I think I've, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Even back in Salesforce, I knew it one day, I sort of wanted to start a, start a company and uh, I just wasn't sure how I was ever going to leave leave this sort of corporate world and in some ways COVID forced me to do it. So super, super grateful for that. Uh, and I am glad I didn't start this earlier on because it's also, it's, there's sort of good days and the bad days. Of course, it's, it's, of course. Hopefully there's tons of good days in your future though. Looks like you're off to a hot start. Hey, with everybody remotely, do you hire for skill or culture? Um, I think there's, a, I think, you know, getting past the way we interview, you require to have skill. You know, we, we spend a, lot, a, a sort of a lot of time building fairly automated interview processes. And in order to get past the technical qualification that requires skill, but once someone passes that in order to get in the door for us, it's got a cultural component too. So you're always speaking to someone and, you know, so someone's answering a sort of very, very basic question, which is if this person joined 5X, would you want to have them in your team? And I think that's, you know, a simple way of sort of figuring out whether we, we are, um, whether, whether, whether people want to work with other people. Well, let's end kind of where we started off with then. What is the culture? What What is five, 5X? If you were to outline your values and to rip them off one, two, three, this is what the listeners would say, hey, if I'm going to go work with 5X, this is who I'm dealing with. I think, you know, we spent how, you know, we're, we're sort of remote to sort of flip side of remote is accountability. Um, we, we sort of care the fact that we call 5X, you know, we sort of care about adding exponential value for our customers. Uh, we're pretty transparent and we try to be a together culture, even though we're remote. Sounds good. Where can listeners reach out and learn more about you and 5X? Uh, our website is 5x.co. That's 5x.co. Uh, you can reach out to me uh, on my email at tarush at 5x.co or uh, on Twitter at, at tarush. Uh, that's just T-A-R-U-S-H. Uh, and yeah, looking forward to having conversations on the space. And uh, if we can add any any sort of value for you guys, very, very happy to do that. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for Tarush. having me on the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you being here. I always like to talk data. And, uh, you know, I have to have my buddy listen to this so he can uh, decide what next course of action he's going to take. Hopefully he takes a look at 5X, right? That would be great. All right, listeners, thank you for listening as always. Hit me on almartintalksjada at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Until next time, I will see you on the podcast. See you all later. Bye-bye.